0: Live from wherever you happen to be, it's the SNL Hall of Fame Podcast. And now, here's your host, curator of the hall,
1: Jamie
2: Dew. Okay, enough with the bells. I'm going to tell you something. It's been 27 weeks, 27 weeks, 27 weeks without a glitch. And then I go away on vacation and all hell breaks loose. And here we are on a Wednesday introducing an episode that should have come out on Sunday. Following an episode that came out on Monday that should have come out the previous Sunday. I don't know when you're listening to this, but as I record this, my blood boils because, uh, you know, we had come so far. But um, you know what? We're back, and it's a good feeling. I'm recharged. I've shed several layers of skin and uh, enjoyed the beach sand in my toes, so that's a wonderful wonderful feeling. Speaking of your feet, would you please wipe them before you enter into the hallowed hall? Were you born in a barn <laughs> where they didn't wipe their feet? I don't know. Do you always have to add that uh, addendum to that, you know, uh, when you cast that insult? And is that even an insult? If you were born in a barn, I mean, why why, why should that be an insult? I, I, I don't know. Uh at, at any rate, um we're back and um we got a great show. We have a fantastic show. I am joined by Thomas Senna and uh we he 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 made a nomination. He he added somebody to the ballot that uh offered me a glimpse into like a reglimpse into a career that had, you know, sort of, um, fallen in the cracks of my memory banks and, uh, to get to revisit those sketches and those monologues, uh, was wonderful. It was really wonderful. I highly advise you to, uh, well, first listen to this episode. Uh, and, um, from there, you know, you can go and I should start putting together playlists on YouTube or something like that, Uh, you know, with a resume of, you know, everything this artist has to offer. If you like that idea, send me an email, jamie at snlhof.com. I'm always looking for emails, and uh, if it's appropriate or if you want it, I'll read it on the air. So there's that. Let's get to Thomas Senna and... um, you know his his real brilliant take on uh, an underrated pick here. This is uh, Emma Stone on the SNL Hall of Fame podcast. See Super Bad at the theater?
1: I did see Super Bad in the theater. Yeah.
2: What did you think of this actress who showed up on your screen in Superbad that all the guys were lusting after? And then shortly thereafter, she does Super and then Zombieland, like pretty much back yeah, to back,
1: right? Yeah, I think those were pretty close together. And then maybe the help or something. Not long after that, Okay. I don't know. But Super Bad was the one that that got her noticed um, definitely. Um, when I saw Super Bad, I, I mean her eyes were the first thing that uh, uh, that I noticed. I mean she had this unique look about her, almost like Betty Davis. Um, just those eyes that just kind of you couldn't look away. But then the other thing I noticed about her was the confidence that she that she played that character with like it almost seems like it's like her interactions with Jonah Hill in that movie she was in control like the entire time she she was confident she just you know that character wasn't there wasn't a lot of maybe self-doubt in that character she had this commanding kind of presence about her like she was always in control of whatever situation Uh, That she was in, in that movie. So that's what I noticed about. She seemed probably more wise and mature beyond her years. um, When I saw her in that movie, that was my first impression um, of her. Those two things, just like physically, like her, her eyes are very unique. And then just her kind of confident presence in, in the movie stuck out to me.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And then... She shows up on SNL as the host. Yeah. And I mean, what she was, she was plugging, um, oh fuck. What movie was she plugging? 2010. Plugging Easy A,
1: maybe? Easy A. Was it before she was in one of the Spider-Man movies?
2: It was. She had, so in her monologue, she talks about that she had just been cast. Okay. As Gwen Stacy. Uh, so that news had broke, but I, I'm pretty sure EZA was the movie that was out at the time. That makes sense. So she appears October 23rd, 2010 season 36 with the Kings of Leon. <laughs>
1: Kings of Leon. Oh <laughs> and, my God. Um, I forgot about them.
2: Yeah. That's, that's her, that's her, that's her debut on the show.
1: Yeah.
2: And she does a monologue about. She does. She does a really great monologue. Actually, she does a monologue about kissing nerds, um, or about how nerds are attracted to her. Mm -hmm. And Taron Killam and Bobby Moynihan do a great impression of Jonah Hill and um, Michael Sarah.
1: Oh yes, I remember Taron Michael Sarah impression specifically. Oh my gosh. yeah, it just destroyed. Yeah, Taron Killam. Yeah, he was great in that. So that, okay, that was the first episode. That's right. So
2: did you watch, did you watch that episode or do you you
1: remember? Yeah, no, I remember when they announced that Emma Stone was going to be hosting. And I mean, going into it with with somebody like that, who's, you just know from movies and not necessarily even she was in Superbad, but she wasn't overtly comedic in Superbad. So you, you wonder how as a first time host, how they're going to be in that setting. Um, some hosts that you think are going to do a great job. Don't, um, I'm going to Robert De Niro kind of cough, but like there's certain hosts that you think would fit, but they don't, there's hosts that surprise you and they fit in really well. And so just with them, you know, Emma Stone's first time hosting, you don't really quite know what category somebody like that is going to fall into, um, but that first appearance, I mean, she showed that she was game right off the bat and she trusted the riders and she was up to, to just go with it and do, uh, do anything, uh, in that first appearance. I think she, she really, um, came off well, <laughs> uh, in that first hosting gig. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah.
3: I've wanted to be on the stage since I was a little girl. And uh, that's why when I was 14, I convinced my parents to let me move to LA to pursue acting. Um, A few years later, I was doing movies. And a few years after that, I'm here hosting Saturday Night Live. And it is truly a dream come true. So uh, I just want to say to all the 14 year old girls out there drop out of school and move to LA because it always works out. I'm very excited, because I found out about two weeks ago that I was cast as Gwen Stacy in the new Spider-Man movie. Which, of course, is a reimagining of a classic movie from 2002. (laughs) And when you're in teen comedies and comic book movies, you tend to get a certain type of fan, which I don't really know how to explain. Uh, uh, Excuse me. Yes. Uh, okay, now you were in the movie Super Bad, which was about nerds who want to make out with you. I guess so, yeah. And, and and you were also in a zombie land, which is it was about zombies and, and a nerd who wants to make out with you. Yeah, you could say that. And, and, and you were in the movie Easy A, where you pretend to make out with nerds. That is true, that's true. Which brings me to my question. Uh, no, I will not make out with you.
1: I thank you for your time. <laughs>
3: you keep mentioning nerds, I just want to point out that I've done a fair number of what you would consider nerdy things in my life. This is a true story. Uh, when I did convince my parents to let me move to L.A., um, I did it by making a PowerPoint presentation. Oh, so you're familiar with the PowerPoint format. Brilliant.
1: Can we bring in the monitors, please? I took the liberty of preparing this presentation <laughs> why we should be together. Let's work backwards here, reason number 58. I'm senior editor at Wikipedia, specializing in geology and ladies wrestling.
3: I'm so sorry, Uh, I don't don't know that we're gonna have time for that.
1: Do you have time for one question?
3: I will not make out with you.
1: Thank you for your time.
3: Are there any other questions? Yes.
2: Salutations. Uh, allow me to make a prepared statement. Well, it's that time of year again—the homecoming dance.
3: Let me stop you. I'm gonna stop you right there. I'm. am not. I'm not gonna make out
2: with you. I will have you know that I'm saving myself for marriage.
3: You're waiting for marriage to make out with somebody?
2: So far. Hey, Emma. Yeah. Hey. Hey, Emma. It's... It's Jonah and Michael, I don't know if you...
0: <laughs>
2: guys,
3: I'm so glad you're here. Yeah, we're, we're having a rad time. <laughs> Look, uh, uh, when that guy said that in Superbad we were nerds that wanted to hook up, mm-hmm. he was talking about our characters that we play, right? Oh, yeah, no, you guys are great. Uh, oh, well, thank that, you. That's, that's so unexpected.
1: <laughs> yeah, but
3: we, we aren't nerds, right? No, come on. Of course not. Uh, Ah, awesome! (laughs) And I'd just like to say that, by the way, the nerds who are present are troubling you. It would be our absolute pleasure to take them out, perhaps in the the physical violent way, you know, like a thumb in the eye or or punching of some sort. Oh, no, 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 Michael, that's okay. Thank you, though, very much for offering. That's very sweet of you. You guys are so sweet to be here. And you're very nice, too. Oh, I am. Well, uh, can I ask you a follow-up question? Mm -hmm. Once again, I will not make out with you. Again, I thank you for your time. <laughs> we have got a great show tonight. Kings of Leon are here. Woo! So stick around. We'll be right back.
2: What do you look for when you watch SNL and, and there's a host that maybe you don't know or that you don't know that well? What is it that you're looking at to make or break, you know, that episode.
1: I look for somebody who will blend in well with the cast. I think first and foremost, um, somebody who's not trying to play themselves in every sketch, uh, or some variation of themselves. And you get that a lot when athletes host Saturday night live, they play some version of themselves. Um, Sometimes somebody like Peyton Manning will surprise you or LeBron James will surprise you and be willing to do something outside of themselves. But I think a good host is almost like a chameleon in that way. Like they don't have to, she didn't have to play Emma Stone or some version of Emma Stone in every, in every sketch she's willing to blend in uh, with the cast. And so that's what I look for too, is maybe the host doesn't have to be the centerpiece of every sketch. Maybe they can be a, like a glue person and are part of an ensemble uh, in a sketch. You have some hosts who need to be the focal point of every sketch that they're in. And I think that can sometimes detract from the writing. It can detract from some of the performances. Um, I think a host that's not self-conscious, who's just really up for pretty much anything, they, they're they not afraid to, <laughs> to make fun of themselves, to look silly, Um, hosts, you know, they, they demonstrate comedic chops. It looks like they're having fun in the process that they're not stiff. And, uh, you just really, it's such a singular, uh, gig, I think hosting SNL, um, that you just don't know who's going to be good and who's not. Um, I think John Krasinski, um, who hosted earlier, you know, this year, uh who hosted recently i think he did a really good job i think he blended in there's some hosts who don't uh so i think you're just kind of looking for somebody uh like that and it's it's almost it's a it's a kind of a rare quality to to have a host who checks all of those boxes but i guess that's why there's a hall of fame so you could kind of separate those kind of hosts right
2: yeah Yeah. oh i love it (laughs) yeah absolutely absolutely I think that something else to look at is how many times have they been involved in the show? You know, like two is the, is the bare threshold for the hall of fame. Emma stone has been on four Four times. She's almost a five timer at this point.
1: Almost. uh, She's, she's aching to get that five to be in that five timers club. I know.
2: Absolutely. And, and, and she deserves it at this, you know, like, and that's over a 10 year period as well. Like she, she showed up in 2010, 2011 and then then it was like five or six years and then most recently 2019 in season 44
1: so she um might be due here coming up in the next year or two to to I do it again. So.
2: she's got a big if she's got a big movie coming yeah. out or or a movie coming out, uh that would be it would be good to see her again for yeah, sure. That would be great. I think the I think the one thing that's kind of neat, this is just a little factoid, is she has also guested three or four times. And one of the times she guested was, well, Andrew Garfield guested her second time that she was on and Coldplay was the band. And then she guested when Andrew Garfield hosted and Coldplay was also the
1: band. <laughs> I think SNL Part of a, that a nerdy little... I don't know. That's a
2: nerdy a, that's little... That's a very nerdy fact, I, guess, right? I love
1: it. <laughs> yeah. That's great. And she also guested on the 40th anniversary show. Oh, remind me of that. She did an what impression did of Roseanne Rosanna Dana on Weekend Update. Oh, great. Yeah, she fucking destroyed She was great that. in it. And she was able to do that because... And I think here's another part of like the the uh, SNL host secret sauce is that she's genuinely a fan of the show. And yeah, you get that. Absolutely. she has said that one of her lifelong dreams was to be a cast member on Saturday night live. So I think she grew up. Yeah. She wanted to be a member of the cast um, at one point, like growing up. And, uh, and so you can tell she watched the show. She knows the show. She's able to do a good, I don't know if it was an impression of Gilda Radner doing Roseanne, Rosanna Dana, or if it was a Roseanne, Rosanna Dana, but if she's able to tap into something like that, that was from a time where she, it was 10 plus years before she was even born. And she yeah. did a really great job, uh, uh doing Roseanne, Rosanna Dana.
2: Oh, that's so yeah, cool. Yeah,
1: and that's that yeah, a lot deserves to,
2: to be know, in the hall of fame just do for that. that.
1: Right. Oh, man. Yeah, so they obviously trusted her enough to ask her back to do this on Weekend Update. You know, they they obviously hold her in high regard. Yeah.
2: What are some notable sketches um, or, or monologues uh, for you as far as Emma Stone is concerned?
1: I think uh, uh, what's great about her hosting gigs is I can go through each, you know, each appearance and there's at least two or three like genuinely memorable sketches that I love from each of those appearances there's one <laughs> in the, her third appearance which was in 2016 um, which was called High School Theater Show Woodbridge High
0: School Student Theater Showcase written and directed by us the students and yes It's very hard for us to be up here doing theater in this current political climate. But now more than ever, we artists cannot and will not be silenced. So without further ado, please enjoy our show. Now more than ever, we artists cannot and will not be silenced.
1: We open on a very dark day for the world. Okay, Jews, let's go. Mommy,
3: do we have to? Yes, honey, that's the rules of the Holocaust. Okay, mommy. And mommy, one more question. What year is it again? Honey, you know what year it is. It's 2017. Surprise!
0: Surprise! Oh my God.
2: I always forget how bad these are.
0: Uh, That one kind of made a good point, though.
3: They can never know you said that.
0: Look, look, it's Kylie Jenner. Can Can I get get a
1: selfie? selfie? Can I get a selfie?
0: Look, look, it's Chris
1: Hemsworth.
0: Can I get a selfie? Can I get a selfie?
1: Look, look, it's a scientist. Uh, no thanks. thanks. Wow.
0: <laughs> uh, the program says tonight's proceeds go to Standing Rock. Let's get those Native Americans the pipeline they want.
3: Yeah,
2: I don't think they know what's happening there.
0: Ni how, my way pero ni shu. on, pero my. Gone by pero Ni, how she. Pero, how she, how she.
3: And scene. Excuse me, ma'am. Could you understand that? Uh no. Is it because we were speaking Mandarin? Um, yes. And you only know English? Yes. Sad. that was not Mandarin. I heard them say dog in Spanish a few times.
0: Yup. You guessed it. I have AIDS.
1: <laughs>
0: I used to be sad about my AIDS. I didn't want AIDS. My AIDS made me feel less than. But now, I don't let AIDS define me.
1: Well,
0: this one's actually nice. I'm okay with AIDS. I love my AIDS. I'm glad I have AIDS, and I wish everyone in the world had AIDS, because, frankly, AIDS ROCKS! (laughs) That sort of became pro-getting AIDS. Yeah, she overshot the runway at the end there.
1: Hey, guys, for this next part, we're gonna do something really fun. We've been studying improv all semester, so all we need is a word, and we'll use it to inform this next scene. Basketball. Okay, basketball. Here
2: we go.
3: Honey, why are you crying?
1: A kid at school called me a fairy.
3: Don't listen to him. It's great to be gay. I love you no matter who you are.
1: Thanks, Mom. That's important for me to hear.
3: Of course. Now go wash up for dinner. What are we having? Basketball. That's
0: it? I paid $1,000 for that improv class. How about from now on? Less shooting, more kissing.
2: Black Lives Matter. <laughs> that was their Black Lives Matter scene?
0: I'm pretty sure they all just wanted to kiss each other and then made it about something. Oh, thank you. That's our show. And remember, guys, don't throw away your tickets because if you save them, you can frame them. <laughs> yes.
1: I think that the... They tapped into that aesthetic of these high school drama kids who kind of knew the issues but didn't. They tapped into what one of those performances may actually look like. Emma Stone was wearing this blonde wig. It was like a short hair kind of bowl cut. Um, And that was an example, I think, of Emma Stone willing to be part of an ensemble on the show and not be the main part of the show because you did have like A.D. bryant had a big part in that sketch and keenan thompson did and i think vanessa Baer did too and and emma was just really very willing to to just blend in and just be part of the cast and that high school theater show sketch was one of the ones that really stood out and and exemplified uh that
2: well, what's cool when you when you go back and just look at like if you were to just do a search right now for like Emma Stone SNL, you see her perform with Kristen Wiig and um, Fred Armisen and uh, Bill Hader, but you also see her perform with Beck Bennett and Vanessa Bayer and Bobby, Bobby Moynihan. Up. And then you see that her perform with Kate and adie and Cecily and the, you know, the newer cast, like she's really, she's really become a part of the show transcending, even not transcending. That's a bad word, I suppose, <laughs> but, um, you know, paralleling the the cast movement on the show and, and she makes it
1: look She does. And I think she's the type of host that the cast and writers probably um, look forward to, to working with. I I think, I think they know that the show's in capable hands when she hosts. And I think that actually probably brings out the best in the cast and in the writers and they can, they can write things, they can take some chances, and but they'll know that Emma Stone will understand the joke and understand the premise, understand why it's funny, and really commit to it. Um, there's there's this sketch in her most recent appearance called The Actress. It's a pre-tape. Oh, so good. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? The pre-tape where she plays an actress who has a gig as the woman who gets cheated on in a gay porn. And yes. she, she shows up and talks to Beck Bennett, who's the director, and he's just like, Yeah, whatever. Um, she asks about her character and he's like he even says, You have uh you have no identity, no name, no future or past, you're just here to get cheated on and she and then but you but Emma, her her character's really trying to like tap into who this woman is. She's sifting through props and the like one, uh, Finds the batteries. The, yeah. Uh, the 2017 new year's glasses. <laughs> and she's trying to like make sense of like who this woman is and gives her a whole backstory. And so she plays this method actor basically who's going method for her role as woman who gets cheated on in the gay Horn. And she committed to that so hard and, and just really, I mean, I I think that's a great premise, first of all. But I think in, in less capable hands, it, it it wouldn't it wouldn't definitely wouldn't come work as well as it did.
2: No, she she did great. She's got some. She's got a bunch of really great pre tapes She does a digital short, the one with the girl who breaks her. Arm. Yes,
1: that was in her first. That was the first episode she hosted. That was the um. That's probably the one that made me feel like she was up for doing anything, because <laughs> she yeah. was made to look pretty yeah. ridiculous. In that, in that (laughs) sketch. And she ended up at one point having to use like a Stephen Hawking kind of voice um, after, after so many accidents that she had been through. And, um, and she just, she was just game to, to do whatever Um, she did. That was the same one. You want to see what's that?
2: You want to see these hosts. You want to see these hosts, like not only willing to get their hands dirty, but get the mud on their face so they look ridiculous, you know?
1: Exactly, and and she she's not afraid to, to play frumpy characters either. Um, right. In her second appearance, she did a sketch called Bridal Shower Gifts where she was invited to oh this bridal God. shower, and she gave really she's inappropriate Wallace. gifts because she thought that that's what the vibe <laughs> yes. was of the, of the party, and she was super frumpy in that sketch, and she played it off just really well and you could tell that when that that she understood why that sketch was supposed to be funny and who that character was that she was playing
2: the fact that she's playing a character uh, again so often hosts come on and they will only play you know sort of the straight person or a, a derivation of their own identity and you know it's one thing to throw a wig on and throw a costume on. It's another thing to inhabit that wig and that costume and become a character. And she does that in that bridal shower sketch exactly. as, as she's the character Wallace. If um,
1: Wallace who has a who, deep voice and
2: who has a deep voice and is <laughs> just terrible. Yeah. Just this terrible friend,
1: maybe well-meaning, but she just misconstrues yes. the situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But oh, Emma, so yeah, Emma Stone did such a good job, like that we're able to describe what that character's supposed to be in this five-minute sketch. Like she was able to right. flesh it out that much that not a lot of hosts, um, even hosts who have a, who are actors and actresses, like sometimes aren't able to do that in in that specific SNL setting. Yeah, no, she did a great job.
2: I think you made a, a nice pick. Do you have anything else that you want to sort of some sum, sum her up with in terms of her her time on SNL?
1: Yeah, so when I th- when I think about like some of the memorable great hosts in SNL history, I'm sure will be talking uh, you'll be talking about a lot of them um, and have already talked about a lot of them. But I think of somebody who I can imagine being a part of the cast. So somebody who, if you hear Don Pardo or Daryl Hammond say, and Emma Stone, like uh, introducing her with just part, as part of the cast, like she wouldn't, it wouldn't feel weird if, 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 if a good host, it wouldn't feel weird if they're part of the cast. Um,
2: Yeah, I think you're right. And
1: so if Emma Stone wasn't uh, Emma Stone in movies and she was just on SNL, it wouldn't feel weird to me that she was just a cast member And I think that's what makes a great host. And you know, when you see it and you can't always predict it, it's just kind of has to come naturally. But I think that's why Emma Stone should be in the SNL Hall of Fame. Um, I hope that uh, I don't think when people think of SNL hosts that maybe Emma Stone isn't maybe one of the first people that comes to mind, but I think she should be.
2: Oh, my goodness gracious me. Emma Stone, who to thunk it, right? Well, Thomas Senna thunk it. That too. If you want to follow him, he's got a great take uh, on a lot of things SNL and basketball related. Uh, he's a good follow on Twitter. You can follow him at Thomas A-S-E-N-A, like Senna, S-E-N-A. The first half of Senator that's right. Okay. So, um, give that gentleman a follow, uh, you know, let him know what you think. <laughs> Unleash the hounds. Um, do you agree with him about Emma Stone? Do you disagree with him about Emma Stone? This is, uh, interesting. And, um, uh, she's a cusper to me. She's a, a cusper you know, because I, th- I think a lot of people are going to take um, the fact that it's the first class to heart and they might be a bit more critical. Um, it's, it's only a first class because you got to start somewhere. It's not really a first class or it would have been era specific. Uh, it's more of a curated, uh, you know, release. And uh, I'll let you know all about that as we roll into production for season two. Uh, of the SNL Hall of Fame if you're interested in joining me on the show please uh, send me an email jamie at snlhof.com would love to hear from you but that's all I've got for you right now and um, I want to thank you for listening but I've got one more favor to ask of you as you walk past the light switch could you please give it a flick because the SNL Hall of Fame is now closed. Thanks for
0: listening to the SNL Hall of Fame podcast. You can find everything you need to know about the show at SNLHOF.com. Don't forget to subscribe, share, rate and review the show wherever you get your podcast. This is Doug and saying. This is Doug and saying. See you next month. In
1: some such.